0: Hey, it's Mark Accento here, broadcasting to you from the end of the world. We have a Patreon now. It's very exciting, and it's an opportunity to try and create more content. All the proceeds go towards buying better equipment for ourselves, so if you would like to support us on Patreon, please check out patreon.com weareheroes. We offer a wide variety of perks for different levels. $5 will get you access to all of the -the behind-the-scenes blogs that I write, as well as It Comes From Within, our all-new podcast where an Eldritch God forces the TFU cast to play a game of Call of Cthulhu. Thank you so much for all of the support, everyone. We really appreciate it. And don't forget, if you want to have yourself in the podcast, named as an NPC, to tweet Instagram and Facebook about the show with the hashtag Unplugged Rising. We don't pay for any kind of advertising, so you doing that not only helps us out a ton, but it gives us an opportunity to give back. Anyway, that's it from me. I'll see you after the show. Previously on Tabletop
1: for the End of the World.
2: I'm noticing these weird dreams
3: would like to announce the return of the dead hunt
2: i've been training my dogs and i mean they've been getting food for me but
3: manny you're supposed to keep
2: a low profile
4: three nine, seven,
3: four, three nine
2: seven four minus until you provide me with useful information from your informant this is what we must do
3: BABIES! <laughs> we call this
1: a good deal with the devil and he says that we can become our own people if we just work for them for a century. I kicked the goblins out! People was turning up dead! And they had bites in them! Hold your hands out, you're gonna like this. He drops in a, a glass eye. The Hive Lords will come! Prophecy tells us! We've returned to the only safe place in this entire dungeon. Above you, hanging like a chandelier made of flesh. ...is a thumping, beating, giant heart.
3: Good day, good day, my lovely, lovely listeners. And welcome to the Dead Hunt. As I speak, our hunters are gearing up to storm the Outer Wastelands. Our Peacup drones have made a point to lay out traps to draw the disgusting sacks of flesh that our hunters will be tracking and killing and as an added bonus we even guided some of our stray dogs inside the city out beyond the city walls our competitors live for danger and we want to add a little spice to their life for your entertainment now remember dear listeners you can financially contribute to your favorite competitor by paying into our online deadpool, named after the drain swimming pool where we will literally dump the bodies of our dead competitors. So stay tuned as we follow some of our favorite competitors, including our very own grinning assistant, as they dodge various beasts and technological marvels and mutants, and, well, of course, each other. On to the quest for victory! Is now the right time?
1: We know his code phrase, we know Yang is doing this, and we know we need to stop him.
3: But what if he... Do you hear that?
1: Get back.
2: What? Shh. Listen. Yes. Yes, of course. Of course. It is true, then. They're in the labyrinth, the anniversary draws near. I will return the Overseer's gracious gifts.
3: He sounds different.
2: Every cut, every bullet, and every bomb, I will return it all tenfold. For every life they took at ahoda. I will take ten of their own. For every agonizing hour of pain with these stroking limbs, I will make them suffer for a week. And then, when this is all said and done, I will deal with him and his colleagues. Ah, you found
1: it, stroking.
2: One more month, they will know precisely what I am capable of. <laughs>
3: that some of a sumer. We need to... Th- we will. But we need to figure out a plan. And you need to tell the others. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> The competitors are entering the first gate now. Oh, look at them standing there, each one more bloodthirsty than the last. There's the tech wizard and, and Lady Thunder. Oh, and one of my personal favorites, the clawful cat. Oh, although I'm pretty sure, yes, yes, that's, that is a literal cat. Oh, and it's chasing someone. I, I think, oh, yes, I do believe the cat is chasing the grinning assistant. Oh, he does not look pleased. mm
0: No, no. No, that is a terrible idea. But I can finally help. Riding your feral dogs into the city is an awful way to get past the border wall. Not to mention the stroking Dead Hunt is today. There are Peacup drones filming everywhere, hunters, and there are and even- mutants, I know, but- No, c- it's too risky. Manny, we will find a way to you, and I don't get why you'd want to be here anyway. There's so much chaos going on,
2: I can th- fight, and I won't be stuck at it with these- Destroying stupid beasts!
0: I get it. Just
2: be patient,
4: okay? We'll figure it out.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure it out.
4: Come on, buddy.
1: Let's get started on our game, alright?
2: I don't...
4: I don't...
1: I don't think... I don't think that's such hey, a... Hey, you'll do great! Come on!
0: Hey, Jay! Hey, you're... Whoa, 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 okay, okay, sit. Hey, Kev, Kev, sit, sit. Are are you okay?
4: <laughs> okay, Lily. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Just been busy. Very busy. So
0: busy. I don't think we should play right now. You need to rest.
1: Oh, no, it's going to be all right. It's Like he said, consistency, you know.
0: <laughs> Mitchy, this seems like a really terrible hey, time for us. It's to
2: fine. Ju- we'll figure it out, right? Right.
0: Okay.
4: Okay, Um,
1: good. Settled. So anyway, you're deep inside the Hyper Mimic, and you found all the goblins and their goblin families, and above you beats the Hyper Mimic's enormous heart.
2: Right. Uh, We kill the heart, I guess. (laughs) Boom. Well, Vert, do your thing. Eat it, kill it, study it, I I don't know. (laughs) Do whatever it is you magic wizards do.
4: So much bloody. (laughs) We should we should blow it up.
2: Yeah, man.
0: There you go. Look, he's getting into it. Okay. Uh, I don't have any spells. Um, Torin, can you
2: blow it up with your acid breath? I guess. I think I expended all my uh, magic points. Ooh, ooh. Great. I think I think I can do.
4: Um. Yes, I can do a magic missile.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, probably, considering how many
2: you've done before.
1: Yeah, man. You I'm gonna got assume
2: it. by this point I used up my acid breath cuz I usually have. <laughs> you've used it
0: You used it underground and and we had a short rest. I don't know if your acid breath replenished. Yeah, I don't think
1: so, my man. I think you are out of the acid yeah. breath. But honestly, this is Not a time for acid breath.
2: Isn't it always a time for acid breath? Everybody get on each other's shoulders and just start stabbing it. Yeah, how high up is it from us? 20 feet. Is it the same Um, height as the ancient relic, Piñata? Piñatas hang from a pulley hung at 20 feet, and then
1: they are lowered down to about 4 feet so children can hit it. So unless you find a way to lower the heart, it is 20 feet up at its lowest point on a very large ceiling.
0: That sounds barbaric as hell. Also, it is also- Ask abusing. your mimic
2: friend how to get that mimic heart down here. Um, uh, sure. Um... Hey, uh, Chester? Yeah?
4: How do we- how do we kill the heart? Can we drop it down somehow? I don't know. It
1: looks like it's tied up there pretty good.
4: Can we turn- can you turn into a
1: ladder? I'll give it a shot. So he's a normal-sized mimic, turning into a 20-foot ladder? Hmm. I feel like have to do, like, some mass calculations. <laughs> uh, oh god,
2: we involved physics into D&D. I,
1: I think, which were not present before, for sure. I, my instincts say, one, it's possible, but two, that might be far too easy. So <laughs> I think I'll give you, like, a ten-foot stepladder?
0: How tall are you, Torn?
2: Uh, six-six. I'm five-six, and Vert is... I shoot down the magic a, missile. I have an idea. I'll go up to the top of the ladder and throw Vert at it. Seems like something we'd do. Are you okay with that, Vert?
4: Vert. B- yes. Yes.
2: Yes. I heard a yes. All right. Okay. Now then, Vert, I'm going to need you to have your, I assume you have a dagger out, although you never use it.
4: Ooh, stabby. Yes, dagger. Mm-hmm.
2: You're going to need that to stab into the heart and hold on real tight. Okay. and then just start wailing on it with magic mm.
1: okay so the plan is to use the dagger as a sort of like climber's pivot anchor
2: yes yeah okay or at, at the very least be like in those old pie rat simulations <laughs> where you just go down this cloth and cut it which is a waste of cloth
0: so, so you're gonna you're gonna long-range wizard him off a 10-foot mimic ladder Yes. And he's gonna do the pirate thing, and just, alright, let's do it. Alright, let's
2: do a, <laughs> a dex check to <laughs> throw a doop. We're looking dupe, dupe, for, uh, I think a
1: 15 here?
2: Do I need a roll for strength?
1: I was thinking dexterity for for accuracy and technique. Like, you obviously, would, obviously You would,
2: you bastard.
1: Obviously this is a sh- sort of shot-putting maneuver, correct? Can but I change
2: it to athletics?
1: Sure. Aha! Since it is a shot put, I, I that's I just picture you know his little butt and your big lizard hand. It fills me with a with a warmness.
2: Do I get a proficiency bonus with it? <laughs> Should already
1: be on there if it's
2: not like. <laughs> I, I mean, I rolled an eighteen and then plus five for athletics, and then I'm guessing the plus three for strength.
1: That should already be in there. Um, so it's 23.
2: So, so it's just 18 plus 5?
1: Yeah, you threw him. Hi-yah!
2: Is he proficient with vert?
1: <laughs> Is Are all of us? Can any of us handle this? I mean, this? he's
2: not regulation weight, <laughs> but I can make it work. That's very rude.
1: You don't just <laughs> say that about a person. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay um right, back in. So I mean, at least we don't have to take vert's weight into consideration because we've established over many actions that there's apparently no disadvantage at throwing vert
2: or carrying Vert or anything involving vert <laughs> <laughs> no he's far too cute or wielding vert like some sort of blaster gauntlet <laughs> okay. which i'm sure we will get to in the
1: meantime vert i'm gonna have you succeed on this role Ooh. You are- you are launched at a- at a giant beating heart. Give me an attack roll with your dagger to see if you can actually penetrate the flesh.
4: Mmm, the blood, the blood, the blood. Yeah, Go no, you- you blood. got it. Go for the
1: blood. Yeah, it's about the blood.
4: Ooh. That is a 17. That'll
1: hit. That'll do, pig. Yeah, you're able to pierce through this thing. Um, it's beating and as you cling to it, it's actually difficult to hang on to because it's beating every beat has the possibility of throwing you off and bucking you but i said buck by the way with a b um but yeah your dagger finds purchase and you're flopping around but you're able to hang on and the heart trembles as your dagger enters it and you can feel that tremble out a shockwave out from the heart and this entire room seizes and the goblin children scream and their goblin parents hug them which at this point I think it's okay to just call them parents.
0: Does the hyper mimic scream as well? Like is there a loud scream from outside of this chamber? There is
1: a
2: l there is a rumble, but And we don't... have to remember it's probably still sneezing.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's choking right now too. Yeah, you you don't
1: hear a, a scream or anything, but the whole building, if that is it as a as a comparison to what other things it could be. If it were a building, the entire building is shaking. Uh, it, it's basically it like did having a like hay this. fever
2: attack while having a heart attack at the same time.
1: This is that a literal heart attack awful. in this instance. Choke,
4: choke,
3: wheeze, wheeze.
1: And then stab, stab, bleed, bleed. Mitch, are you sure this is a good idea? I think we're all having fun here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what do you do next, Vert?
4: <sighs> I shoot it with the magic missile.
1: Yeah, at point-blank range. Not that you would miss anyway. Give me some damage, my dude. Let's do some <laughs> damn Mmm.
4: Throw the bones. Feel the blood. Feel the blood.
1: Mm. How much blood have you spilled, my dude?
4: Mm, Thirteen. Thirteen bloods.
1: Thirteen damage is significant blood spillage. The magic missiles sort of fly around where your dagger wound has has entered in. I realize I forgot to have you roll damage for the dagger. But it's not gonna matter for in a second and I'll see and I'll you'll see why. Again, the entire building shakes, and if it wasn't if the aftershock of the previous dagger wound hadn't ended already, then this is far more intense. And Vert, you notice that heart is now beginning to retract up into the ceiling, as in full retreat. You can see the the ceiling uh, sort of slurping the ventricles up into itself.
4: Mm. What do you do? Mm. I shoot my last magic missile.
1: Do it. Give me that damage.
2: If this doesn't work, I have an idea involving Twilight. Twilight and some butterscotch and a roll of duct tape. Or Twilight holding the rapier out in front of them and just kinda of planking while I toss them like a spear.
1: Okay, so you've gone from you've gone from shot put to javelin.
2: Yes. The Olympics
1: hey, of Death. Does that make
4: me does that Olympics of Death? Could that be the name of that move when you throw me? Olympics of Death, it's canon now. Uh Bert, <laughs> what's your dead. damage? Mm, 13 points. Boom boom blood.
1: Wow, thirteen thirteen. Um yeah, the heart is going to erupt. There's a spray of blood over top of you. Uh, and it's it's uh, extremely painful. This blood is not red blood. It's not typical blood. This is bleedy, bleedy green blood. Mm. Uh, I want everybody to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, even you, Vert. <laughs>
2: Negative one for dexterity, so seventeen. Twenty one. I have a question though. Yeah. Dexterity
0: is one of my saving throws. Do I add proficiency as well? Yeah, if you're proficient in it, should be uh, twenty four then. Twenty four then. Cool. Mm,
4: Sixteen.
1: Hey, you all passed. You're only going to take half of five damage, so you all get out of the way of the gross puddle of blood so take, that's coming down.
2: What two point something?
1: Yeah, damage? you all take just two acid damage. Except okay. I think uh, I think. Torin is resistant because he's dragonborn or does he not get that yet
2: <laughs> i uh, i got that yeah we established that last uh it's last important to remember here game
1: because everything's acid in here uh yeah you're good uh the so I only goblins took one damage. the goblins are gonna dodge as well look at that even the little babies jumped out of the way i think jake probably like took a few of them under under his arm and like jumped out of the way for them
0: oh jake's a good good goblin boy Jake's a good dad. As we, uh,
1: so yeah, uh, the heart is still beating, but now its beat is is gross and irregular, and Vert, uh, I need you to roll a athletics check to see if you can hang on. Mm-hmm. It's a big roll. We're looking for a 15.
4: Mm, that is a 17.
1: Hey, Vert hangs on. And so the heart is getting slurped up into the ceiling, and now you have the choice to stay attached.
2: Yes. We're going
1: up. All right. And so that folly work is you get absorbed up into the ceiling of this chamber. Uh, And before we resolve any more of that, uh, Jake the Goblin is immediately thrown into a panic. Friend, Twilight, you realize we are no longer safe here. We are only safe in rooms where the heart is contained. That seems to be the only place where they do not attack.
4: Oh. Uh,
0: okay, okay. got it quick. got it act quick. Act quit. Uh, Twilight would like to use Prestidigitation in a creative fashion,
1: I guess? Uh, I, seems pretty typical. Oh, wait, wait, wait.
0: I have a better idea.
4: Uh, Bert, you're fully healed, right?
0: Vert's no longer in the room. Okay, uh, Twilight would like to cast Shatter on the bottom half of this heart. Ooh, are you descending? <laughs> oh god.
1: <laughs> Your dogs are riled up today.
0: Yeah, man, are they yeah. doing
1: alright? I guess it's the dead hunt, man. They can
0: sound bigger than they usually do. Yeah, a lot
1: of
2: uh, excitement nearby.
0: Alright, just be careful. A
2: lot of loud noises? Yeah. Are you good for us to keep playing? So far.
0: All right. um, Yeah. So uh, the heart, if it ca- if it can, needs to make a con saving throw. I don't know if it the has. The heart's 10s. no longer in the room. Oh. Okay. I thought you said before we resolve it, so I didn't know if that was. Oh like, no if no was... no!
1: So Vert riding the heart has been sucked into the ceiling of this chamber.
0: I misunderstood. There you go. Was there enough time for me to react, or was it that
2: quick? That's done.
0: Oh. Okay. You were busy dodging a, a giant acid spill. Right. Okay. Uh...
2: Do we follow or do we go down?
0: Uh, Twilight looks at Torn and goes throw me up there.
2: Alright. Stretch out your <gasps> arms and legs, get as stiff as possible and hold on <laughs> to your sword.
0: What do we call
4: it again? Olympic what?
2: Olympic of death. Okay. And cock back like a missile launch platform to launch this skinny tiefling.
0: All Athletics. Right. Let's do it. Let's go. Acrobatics, wouldn't it be? If it's the Olympics? Not for for throwing him. No, 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 but for me, like helping with my acrobatics, I would imagine I have to respond to this. I
1: want, wait, what did
2: Torin roll? Because that was a (laughs) game. I 20. I think you're good. I think it's fine. (laughs) I launch you through the universe. Twilight also got a
0: 19 on acrobatics, so we're going to make it look fancy.
2: Okay, you didn't have to do an acrobatics roll,
0: but I... I appreciate your candor. Yeah, well, Twilight, <laughs> Twilight, as their throne, is turning themselves as well with their swords straight up. like a, Like okay. they turn themselves into a drill— like if Twilight were to pierce the heart into the heavens, look, what I'm saying is I need you to believe in the me that believes in you that believes in me right now.
1: Right now, I believe in the you that believes he's inside of a giant mimic that believes he's inside of a D and D game.
0: Yes, or believes he's inside of a giant mimic that believes they're inside of a big D&D game. Yes. let's
1: call this let's call this an attack roll against the ceiling. Uh-huh, and let's uh-huh. let's add some bonus damage to it and let's let's cut through this monstrosity.
0: <laughs> all right um oh wait am i only rolling damage or am i rolling to hit i should have asked i i feel like Torin guaranteed that you're gonna hit so oh, let's roll touche. some damage
1: and let's roll an extra
0: like 2d6 just on top of this Ooh. just pure rule of cool in it i'm here for it uh also just to clarify twilight because it's a stabbing motion twilight's using the rapier 16 damage
1: 16 damage is enough to have you cut right through uh, a chunk of this thing. Awesome. Uh, taking, unfortunately, two acid damage as you cut Worth. through the walls.
0: Twilight drilled, drilled through the mimic heart body, heavens. Well, you you,
1: you drilled through the ceiling, and what you see uh, in the next room is uh, <laughs> it, with your dark vision is you see Vert still hugging this bleeding heart as the rest of the room is... Pretty much identical to the one below you, but barren. Uh, if you look, uh, uh, give me a perception check with your dark vision. Sure. It's fine. It's
4: fine. It's fine. It's fine. Boom! 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 Can we section?
2: test Torren's quad muscles to see uh, if he a... can jump up into the above room? Uh,
0: I don't think that's gonna
2: quite a work. Twenty Tauren. foot
0: jump, jeez! Uh, Twilight got a twenty one on perception. With your perception roll,
1: Twilight notices that. There are sets of, like, glowing eye shapes, possibly eyes, uh, that seem to be moving about uh, in the walls and ceiling of this room. They're in the walls, but they're not coming out of the walls. if that makes sense to you. they're They're sitting in wait for something. Torin. This would be a sixty foot vertical leap, I believe.
0: Um, so Royal athletics.
1: I don't think your character is equipped for that, bud.
0: Wait, I drilled... Hold on. It was a 20-foot ceiling. So... It was a 60-foot ceiling. Oh. You said 20. You said 20 earlier, my I've dude. I said
1: pinata. I said the lowest point of the heart is hanging down at 20 oh, feet. Oh,
2: okay. I understand now. Come wow. on. Can we at least see if I can roll it? <laughs> you know what? If you nat
1: 20 it, then fine. <laughs> oh. Let's do it. Let's give you a 5% uh, let, chance. I don't,
2: I don't know if I've got a second one in me. Let's see. <laughs> Damn. 16. Plus, yeah, five. Plus 5 in athletics. Doesn't you matter. You can give yourself
1: an excellent <laughs> head start as you try to climb up this wall. Uh, just, okay, just uh, I'm
2: climbing.
1: <laughs> so yeah, Torrin's climbing. Um, back in this room, Vert and Twilight, uh, it is almost completely dark in here except for the small amount of light coming off the goblin torches down below. From the hole in the floor. The heart is writhing and spewing acid. And you seem to be in a relative amount of danger. I think the best way to resolve this is to have all of us roll initiative. And the heart is going to roll initiative as well.
0: Uh, Twilight, I only get nat 20s
2: on initiative rolls, apparently.
0: Well, it's the only roll to get. Jeff,
2: well, obviously. I have minus one initiative, so I rolled a nat 20, but it's still a 19.
0: Okay. And um I have a plus two initiative, so I got a twenty-two, technically. Yep.
4: Vert, how'd you do? Got a five. <laughs>
1: Unbelievably, Twilight First. And uh yeah, my guy's actually last the heart. The heart. If there's heart. one thing you can
2: depend on is Mitch not being able to roll. Yeah, I'm garbage.
1: <laughs> I'm a I'm a bad person. At rolling. Alright, Twilight.
2: The dice are always judging you. Twilight yes. wants to wound uh this heart.
0: Because it's already a bleeding heart, you know. I feel like wounding mm. it, telling it that its poetry is bad, and that I'm not into the mixtape it made me. You know, Twilight I just swore. starts
2: playing careless whisper.
4: <laughs>
0: you know, we don't have a lot of music that survived from that era, but I'm glad that one did. <laughs> Because Guilty Feet ain't got no rhythm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Twilight, like, starts walking over ominously with the Talon Sword.
4: You're never gonna dance again. Guilty Feet ain't got no rhythm.
0: Oh, yes! Twilight nat 20 to hit with the Talon Sword! Oh, it's (laughs) not (laughs) just (laughs) initiative (laughs) anymore. Woo! Awesome. So that means I get bonus damage. Yep. Get a roll my damage die twice. Mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh that was five damage. Can the heart please Oh, plus dex Just kidding. I have to add to both of those. Mm-hmm. And the heart needs a con mod. Nine. Uh it has to beat twelve. It got seventeen, my dude. Well, okay, not wounded, but it did
2: take twelve damage. The heart is the toughest muscle in all the body. Twilight's
0: gonna take eight <laughs>
1: acid damage. I guess that goes to Torin. Then are you gonna keep climbing?
2: What else am I gonna do?
1: <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> so yes, I keep climbing. Hey, man, you're gonna get there, uh, Vert.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, I, you're saying I'm going to not now?
1: Yeah, you're. You got to do one more round of climbing. Although I guess if you if you dash it, that would count. Yeah, he could dash a climb. So you could if you spend your whole turn doing nothing but movement, then you can. You can reach over and you do like a little rock climber jump.
2: I even add my extra attack to make me be able to climb more.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's how that works. Do your little extra move and you grab onto like the squishy ledge that Twilight opened up and you pull yourself up through the floor. I'm here. Hi.
4: Vert. Mm, I want to... I want to whip it.
1: Whip it real good.
4: Mm, Let's see. This one. It is. a 15 to whip it.
1: Uh, yes, 15 shall whip it. Mm.
2: But does it whip real good? Your rolls
1: have been phenomenal, just all of you. That is. 8. And Constitution save, right?
2: Mm, yes. For possible
1: paralytic poison. Uh, 18. 18 will save there. No paralysis on the heart
2: this time. That would have actually just induced a heart attack. And we would have won that.
1: Uh, four acid damage, though, is this thing sprays gross acid all over you. But it is severely wounded now. And the entire building once again shakes and rumbles. And the heart of this thing shoots past you, Twilight? Twilight, go ahead, take an attack of a, er uh tauren. Take an attack of opportunity, Torin, With my
0: halberd. Wouldn't it shoot past both of us? I was right next to it. I want to give Torin something to do. He could do it. <laughs> we could both take an attack of opportunity. I want to give Torin
2: something to <laughs> I'm slashing with my halberd. Do I get extra attack? No, just, yeah, it's a standard attack. Oh, I can't use my double attack?
0: No, not for, not for a response. Yeah, this is just a reaction. It's a single
1: attack.
2: So I rolled a 19, so let's say I hit. Yeah, I dare say. Don't need to add any of the other numbers and whatnots. Mm-hmm. My two point, or er, I'm down to three points of exhaust. What does that affect?
1: Uh, you're at two points of exhaust now, right? So your attacks are not at disadvantage. We healed a little okay. bit on that short rest, because otherwise it'd it's be too It's only my brutal.
2: saving throws and something the first one does. Yeah. I forget, honestly. Rolling the 1d10. Might not have been able to do those cool throws.
0: Oh yeah, he wouldn't have been able to with the moments passed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The moment passed? I'm so stupid. You know what? It was cool anyway, and it was a good solution. Whoever said
2: we're good at continuity? And I rolled (laughs) a 7 for the damage.
0: I mean, we don't play this game except for every
2: other week, so yeah. Because 1d10 slashing damage on the hand Yeah,
1: no, you definitely hit it, and the thing screams out, like, the whole building is... is shrieking now. It sounds like just the whole place is gonna come down around you. Uh, and this heart sort of slams past you into the next wall, and it doesn't even wait for there to be enough of an opening. It just kind of, like, slams into the wall and just waits for the flesh to start pulling it through. Uh, and the... the heart vanishes into the next
2: room, with Vert uh, still attached, I'm assuming.
1: Oh, uh, that's a good point. Hey, Vert.
2: huh.
1: Let's do a let's do a grapple check to see if you're hanging on.
4: Hmm. <laughs> that's a twenty.
1: Okay. Yeah, you can stay on if you want to. Yeah. Yes,
4: we will stay with the thump
2: thump. If only I wasn't out of spell slots, I'd use Hunter's Mark on it.
1: So, uh, yeah, you slam into this wall, and you see it
2: just shoo
1: into the wall and uh vert is dragged inside <laughs> uh into the next room David died. twilight the uh the heart's gone the the wall's closed up behind it and it goes to you
0: i'm just not gonna get the attack of opportunity huh we're just gonna gloss over that It got past me this that's fine this wasn't about you
1: <laughs> this was about helping tor be part of the fight we both could have been part of the
0: fight he's a fighter too you know
2: you got distracted by a reflection of yourself in a puddle of
0: I don't think acid's reflective, but then I don't know. So it's my turn. It went through the wall behind me. Are the eyes still there? Yes, the eyes are still there eyeing you. Awesome. Uh, Twilight would like to use Prestidigitation to cause a bright flash of light to blind the eyes. Ooh. And, uh, Twilight would like to use a free action a harmless to- harmless
1: sensory effect.
4: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what if- what if we just blew it up? Just, just blew it all up. I,
0: I mean, we're under balderdash. I don't know if that would be a good idea. The if whole
4: we... city, the whole wide city.
1: Struck. Okay, <laughs> I... Kevin. Kevin, listen to me. It's going to be okay.
4: Blow it all away. Blow it all away. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hello, Dead Hunt fans. We have an exciting run today by our hunters. Currently, we have the Red Rage in the lead with ten kills. Followed closely by a Dead Hunt newbie, the Lethal Lasso. With her spiked, flailed lasso, she has decapitated eight mutants and even a couple of her fellow competitors. This firecracker is taking no prisoners. Further out, we have the Tech Wizard taking full advantage of the broken-down mech units outside of the city. He seems to be building some sort of super mech. But don't worry, Hunt fans. He has managed to fix up some turrets first and and set up a perimeter, keeping hunters and and beasts and mutants far away. So, so inventive. (laughs) Lie. Oh, just listen to those gunshots and screams. The Red Rage better step it up, or our man T-W might take the leave without having to move from one side. <sighs> yeah! <out.
4: laughs>
1: Kevin, please, please, if you don't mind, I need you to focus up so we can finish the game, okay? (laughs)
4: Yes. (laughs) Let's finish (laughs) the game. Okay.
0: Thank you, Kevin. Are you sure? Kevin, are you sure you're good to play still?
4: Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. Uh, no, let's let's play the game. Well, let's focus and on this. There we go.
1: See, Twilight, you're top of the order.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah. So I guess press the digitation. You're right. It is a harmless sensory effect. So let's uh let's do this instead. I would like to uh, cause fireworks mm-hmm. again, or like a bright light to draw the eyes of the. Uh, You've stuff. done it.
1: They're all looking at you.
0: No, no. I'm I, sorry. I should have specified. I want them looking at a complete different direction from where They'll we look are. Going into space
1: across the room. So,
0: okay, perfect. And I'm gonna go towards where the heart went and just kind of try to cut my way through that. Give me an attack
1: roll. Got to cut through the thick, fleshy bits. Got to cut your life into pieces. <laughs> this is your last resort. Suffocation and no breathing. How'd you do? Just a ten. A ten? 10? Ten's not gonna do it. You cut. You try to cut deeply into the wall, but you can't seem to find purchase. It's it's just too thick and juicy.
4: Oh, God,
1: it's
2: so thick and juicy. Torren has an idea. Uh, so go ahead, Torren, Get a little piece of that bubble. So Torren supports the halberd and points it forward on one arm, puts the other one out in the sort of Lariat and charges forward with the one arm ready to grab Twilight and just try to charge through.
1: I love it. Let's make it an attack.
2: Do I roll d20 or 1d10? Just D10? a normal attack. I'm going to say it needs strength in it, so plus strength would be 16.
1: You hit it, yeah. You want to go on through, do some damage. Do some
2: damage to the interior. Oh, so now I roll d10? Uh-huh. That'll be, since I have nothing, adding damage, 6. Uh, uh yeah, that's a small amount of damage. Um, Well, going for the same area, Danmark already added 10. We should just be able to plow right no, through. No,
0: I, I rolled 10 to him. Oh. Yeah my my hit damage wasn't enough like my to hit wasn't enough uh
2: you're,
1: you're you guys are only going to take one point of acid damage but you're going to get through Slakow. and when you get through you see this you see the same thing Vert's been seeing for the last 6 seconds it's light in this room um there's a there's a lot of light pouring in from a an opening in this cave-like structure where a lot of jagged points are coming up and down from the floor and ceiling, respectively. Where the strok are we? The floor seems to be a, of a different tissue material this time, and, uh, there, it, like four purple carpets. And, yeah, the, the light as you look out, your, your vision starts to clear, and you realize you can see Balderdash from above. Are we in its
2: mouth? Its heart is literally in its throat.
4: Okay, so there's the way out. There's the heart. These carpets are definitely tons. I don't know what to do.
2: Keep slashing!
4: Okay!
0: And, uh, Twilight's gonna run up do to the- Do we roll initiative the... again? It's Vert's turn. It's Vert's turn, um. everyone.
1: Kevin, Kevin, you do- Do a D&D on me.
4: Mm, um- All well, over Well, let's see. I, <laughs> um, wanna- Wanna use the whip again. Okay. Um, let's Let's- Let's whip this, and- Whip it into shape. Let's focus on this. Cross
2: fingers for Mitch. Terrible con saving throw. That's how I do.
4: Mm, that's a that's a nineteen. Yeah,
2: yeah, nineteen's gonna hit. Okay. And I'm gonna
1: seven on my con save, so I guess the heart's gonna get paralyzed now.
4: Yes. Ooh. Awesome. That's uh. That's a nine points of damage as well.
1: Yeah, gross. Uh, so four points of acid damage are gonna spray out from the open wounds on this thing, but it's hardly gonna matter anymore. The heart's gonna flail around spraying acid and even as the as the acid hits the the roof of the mouth, we see that the heart's begun to to like stick to the sides and and deflate and really slow down. Now from inside the mouth of this thing an enormous roar is heard and it crawl it it calls out to all of balderdash below over the in the in the time immediately after the roar you can hear the people of balderdash screaming out in panic
2: that poison went directly in the heart so it should be moving pretty fast
1: yeah uh the mouth begins to hang open and you begin to slide down the slippery tongues down the hyper mimic
0: uh twilight would like to stab their rapier into one of the tongues to hold on
1: that's fine i'll give you that one for free yeah uh so you're i guess you're hanging out in the mouth now how about the rest of you you trying to stay inside Halbert as hard as i can and hold on to the pole mm-hmm
4: did did we win
1: it seems that way at first for sure <laughs> you know you're in the mouth you can see balderdash out in front of you the tongues underneath you have ceased to wriggle and arrive, and the whole mouth of this creature just hangs open uh, as it slowly seems to be, like, bending down, like it's falling forward. Uh-oh. Oh,
4: oh, okay, 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 Uh, what do we do?
0: What do we do? And Twilight's holding
2: on to the rapier with both hands, like, for dear life. Okay, and the rest of you doing the same? Torn has a stupid idea that he hopes works. Go for it. He charges for the right side of the mouth, trying to slam into a fleshy wall and maybe direct the fall away from town.
1: Oh, you're gonna... Okay,
2: interesting.
1: Yeah, I don't think
0: that's gonna be necessarily feasible. Can we try? Twilight, seeing what Torrin's intending to do, would like to cast Shatter. Uh, on the side, because the mouth is open, I want to cast shatter on the side of the hypermimic's head to see if I can use the, the sound waves to kind of like... okay.
1: Uh, can we combine ver- these? Are you going to add to this in any way? We're all doing a collective push, it seems.
2: Mm- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to throw myself against the the wall that's uh, going going... Okay, uh... Can he use something to maybe make Mage Hand appear on the side of the head and shove? Mage Hand can shove for exactly ten pounds
1: of force. I don't think you'd necessarily want Mage Hand in your corner on this one, bud. No. Uh, but you may absolutely all do that. Cast the Shatter first.
0: Okay. Uh, it, it's cast. <laughs> you just have to make a saving throw. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, there's no real saves to make. What's going to happen is, uh, yeah, the, the head's going to start rocking to the side, and the mouth's going to blow wide open. Ooh, can
0: I paint a picture of how Twilight wants to do this move? Uh, yeah. Since Twilight is musically inclined, and of course holding on for dear life and can't use any of their instruments, they emit a high-pitched whistle, like a targeted whistle, and the whistle at the final point of it where I want the spell to be cast erupts into a loud, shattering uh, sound wave, uh, exactly where I want the side of the head to rocket to the other, in a different direction.
1: Sure, yeah, the whole head starts turning to the right. Uh, Torin and Vert, since you guys are going to try to ram this thing, let's call it an athletics check again.
2: Big, strong, strengthy boys. So 18, plus 5 for my athletics. Are you giving
0: Torin? not not to be that person, but because we did discuss it earlier, are you giving Torin disadvantage on this athletics check? What I'm going to do is...
1: Yeah, I'll give him disadvantage, but Vert's going to be giving him health.
0: Oh, okay, so it just balances out.
1: Okay. So, Vert, yeah, what'd you mm, get? 12. 12. Oh.
2: And Torrin, what'd you get with the disadvantage roll? Okay, so 14 plus a 5 plus a 3. Uh, 14 plus
1: 5 plus 3 is a lot.
0: 22.
2: Who needs brains? I did sports.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: The power of your squats is enormous. Uh, Vert gives you like a little shove in the lower back as you charge forward. And it's enough to give you this momentum to burst past your fatigue, get you up to a running start. And uh, as the mouth is beginning to sort of descend, uh, you slide down the tongues, building up speed to ram into one of its uh, teeth. And the whole head is going to shift sideways and... You hear someone scream, someone give out a frustrated WHAT from somewhere above you, uh, and the hypermimic, his whole head, turns, and you see Balderdash fall to the side. It looks like it's not quite gonna clear the mouth, and falling right into the burned bushes are the wide-open maw of the hypermimic, and... The left half of its mouth has landed just barely on opposite sides of the stone wall that surrounds Balderdash. The entire town has been saved.
0: We did it, and I collapsed backwards. Okay. You (laughs) roll out of the hypermimic's mouth, (laughs) Torrin. (laughs) Uh, Twilight braces their feet on the tongues and pulls their rapier out. Twilight, bring me my halberd. Can can I see it, I
2: guess? I don't know where it is. I was right next to you, and I- Kind of stabbed it in to hold on next to you. Okay, yeah, so... It's...
1: Pretty pretty much everything is f- like that wasn't nailed down in some way has fallen out of this thing's mouth, including, there's kind of like a gross cavalcade of
2: tongues right now. Oh, lovely. Twilight, I believe we've grown close enough for me to call you Squire.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a bard, but yeah, I'll take it, sure. Do I get any neat stuff? Can I have that cool pendant around your neck?
2: You get a third of my respect, which is... An even smaller fraction of Hercules' respect.
0: Sure. That sounds fair. I, uh... Thanks, buddy. And, uh, Twilight, uh, does, like, uh... Press the digitation, has a little confetti come out. Just like, yay! I
2: assume I have my halberd, (sighs) and I try to use it as, like, a pole to... Or, like, a staff to keep me upright.
0: Yep, totally fine. And, uh, Twilight slides down the tongue outside the mouth uh plopping uh where balderdash is and uh surveys the the town and sees what's what's happening. The
1: town looks more or less about half
2: destroyed, and so we don't have to adventure back into it. Can you just say a bunch of goblins start pouring out of the mouth yeah,
1: we'll, we'll get to that uh you can see that uh about half of balderdash has been utterly decimated. The southern half of the town is kind of gone that's where the hyper mimic emerged uh and it (laughs) you managed to save like the the top half this was just sort of sort of an inevitability really this thing was so enormous and as it pulled itself together to go into an attack mode this is how large it actually was now that you have a chance to like step back and and see it from a distance it looks like an enormous treasure chest has fallen sideways onto the town of Balderdash.
0: Uh, Twilight looks across the town and looks back at Torn and Vert and goes, Good news!
2: We put out the fire!
0: Yes, I know.
2: I did that.
4: Yeah, but like, you know, it didn't- it, There's no chance of the fire coming back, which I'd like to think was the goal the whole time. Problem solved.
2: Well, the bushes were already burnt so bad from Vert the first time, I don't even think- even Bert the murderer can set a second fire actually uh I have an important question for the DM uh and uh
0: dungeon daddy this is the most important question I your dungeon child could possibly ask you I'll allow it the southern half of town that got blown up by the hyper mimic when he when when it escaped from beneath the, the city or town yeah. was Mayor Bucket there <laughs>
1: What happens you see as uh everyone was everyone in town was gathered around the hyper mimic, and you can see now that the crowd has begun to realize like oh, people are coming out, and they rush to you and sure enough, Mayor Bucket is there uh as well as as well as Ray and justin actually uh pretty much everyone is there except for Gerhardt and Donnelly, and they're all giving you. Pats on the back and they're giving you big hugs.
0: Twilight seeing everyone there goes,
4: "No! We failed. We didn't do- guys. We didn't do it." What? The, the leader. He's still alive."
2: And Twilight points at Mayor Bucket.
4: "Yep, can't kill me. I'm
1: hardy.
2: The only thing that could kill Mayor Bucket is Bran." <laughs>
1: And dehydration. That's a constant fear of mine. Um, d- uh,
0: leaders are dangerous. Um, Twilight looking at everyone goes, Did
4: anyone find Gerhardt and Donna Lee?
0: Nah, we all been running for our
1: lives. Uh Ray comes up to you and is like, uh uh, we ain't seen them ever since they uh went yeah, to their house.
4: Where was their house?
1: Oh, uh, we gave 'em Flood's old place. You know, it is available or whatnot. Which part of
0: town is that in?
4: Western section, over by the arsenal. Okay, so it's still there? Yeah, it's still there.
0: Okay, and Twilight uh, looks at Torin and Vert and goes, You guys take care of this! And Twilight runs off uh, to see if Gerhardt and Donnelly are okay.
1: I mean, Torrin, Vert, do you guys want to follow him?
2: I feel like that is their mission. Mine shall be to probably get my follower and the other goblins out of this corpse.
1: Okay, uh, so Twilight's running off to go find Gerhardt and Donnelly. Uh, how do you plan on getting the goblins out of this corpse?
2: Just walking into the mouth, cutting my way through, figuring it out. Now that the hyper mimic seems to be,
1: you, are, you find that uh, it's much easier to, to sort of move through, and you don't get the sense that eyes and things are watching you. Uh, you're able to cut a bit of a path.
2: Makes it much easier when it's not healing behind you.
1: Yeah, uh, you don't see the goblins yet.
2: I keep venturing forth.
1: Alright, you venture forth into total darkness. Uh, Give me a perception check, I guess, with disadvantage.
2: Okay, first roll was a 16. Second roll was a 13.
1: With a 13, I think you'll get the slight
2: rumbles of... Goblins, come here! I choose to believe that was a what, and what is safety?
1: It looks like they need a little more in order to... Find your location,
2: Torrin. (laughs) Echo location.
1: Wow, that's racist.
2: The goblins the goblins
0: understanding racism fully decide not to come out, and they they have resolved themselves
2: to die within this corpse. Let's call (laughs) it a let's call it a performance check. I wasn't actually trying to speak their language, I was just making random sounds. Hoping being a dragonborn is just close enough to being a bat.
1: I mean they're not even the same like like you're clearly not a mammal. Whatever that. Kingdom? Phylum?
2: Look at Mr. Smart Scientist. Judging the guy from the zoo who knows animals. (laughs) 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 Okay. Yeah.
1: All
4: right. Fair.
2: Fair.
1: Okay. Not going to cry about that one later.
2: Let's just say I percept again to try and follow. There's chittering.
1: Sure. Yeah, but real quick, um, how many dragons were in your zoo, Torin?
2: I mean, we still had Komodo dragons. Those things never die. And,
1: yeah, but did they echolocate?
2: They hissed a lot. There had to be a reason behind it. It's like the same thing, right?
1: All right, yeah, just just make a perception check.
2: <laughs> I can hear the defeat in your voice. I choose to believe that's victory.
1: I mean, it's clearly defeat, as you properly pointed out before.
2: Okay, I roll another 13.
1: <laughs> so yeah, you're able to perceive a location that the this little squeak-in is coming from. And uh, cutting your way through into the esophagus of this creature, emerging from the other side, another blade almost takes your nose off.
2: I react. And block.
1: And you hear the dulcet tones of... <laughs> and cutting slowly the rest of the way emerges Jake the Goblin. A burst of light comes forth through the torn esophagus, and Jake the Goblin is leading a whole village of goblins out of this beastly creature. And he reaches out a hand to you.
2: Aha! Do you hear the goblin sing? Singing the song of angry men. We forearm grasp, and I go follow them through.
1: Yeah, with your forearm grasp, you're able to pull him forward and he turns around and together you two are able to pull the remaining goblins out of the creature's mouth. And you lead him back to town, where I guess Vert was just kind of hanging? Mm, yes. Yeah, I get it. It's been a tiring day. So Vert and Torin are there when uh, Torin returns and drops the goblins out of the creature's gaping maw. And Mayor Bucket goes, well, hold on now, with this nonsense right now, I think that if the, the giant treasure chest was eating them, it's only fair to let nature take its course. We got we to got put them, we got stuff them back up in there.
2: Would you say Mayor Bucket is about Vert's height, or just only a little bit taller?
0: He's also not Mayor anymore, he doesn't oh, yeah. have any Would authority. you say Bucket
2: is uh, just short enough, and maybe, you know, shaped just right for a punt?
1: Yeah, I could could reckon a punt. Let's call this an unarmed attack (laughs) roll. Gotta bring up my Mayor Bucket character sheet.
2: Oh, 19. Total? Oh yeah, I guess I'd add athletics. Plus proficiency. Maybe his armor class
1: is 20 plus, (laughs) you don't know.
2: Oh yeah, you're gonna kick Mayor Bucket,
1: I presume, in the bucket?
2: Just gonna go for a general kick and just say in Draconian,
1: Go! Uh, Mayor Bucket is kicked cartoonishly far away?
2: Yes.
0: I thought he was, oh, he's just kicking him far away. I thought he was kicking him towards the mouth. That's enough of that. (laughs) Were you,
1: were you kicking him to, to do punishment of some kind? Or did you just want to kind of team rocket him? I was
2: just kind of done with him. It's just like, all right, that's enough. And Twilight's not here to try and reason anything.
0: Twilight does not stand Mayor Bucket. So you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, I think Bucket's
1: going to take a tumble. And there's going to be like, he's just going to be sitting there.
2: What's your best Goofy noise? Oh, yeah? Or no, the Go-hoo! the scream he does when we're falling. Oh, oh,
1: I got this one. Oh, 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 oh. Go for the Goofy. Yeah, and he just, he sort of lands in a puddle.
2: Don't worry, goblins. They will accept you. Or suffer. We're Disney has so much power over us. <laughs>
1: Ray looks from Torin to the goblins to the now incapacitated Bucket. Uh, who's just sort of laying there in a puddle of his own slop at this point, and he's just, well, I got kicked real hard. Oh, can't, f- can't feel my legs. I got old people body, and now my pelvis don't work. Um,
0: he sounds so positive about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you just got to look out on the bright side of getting kicked so hard your pelvis breaks. <laughs> Maybe now I get one of them cool chairs with wheels on them. I'll do sweet wheelies all day long. <laughs>
2: It's just a wheelchair with a bucket designed instead of a chair. Maybe
1: I'll just have a tube inside me, and I won't. Ha- I get to wear pants again.
2: I feel like
0: somewhere, somewhere in the Fengwang, they are just bucket is just a fave of theirs. Uh, God, I hope
1: so. Uh, if, if you Fung Wong guys are hearing this one, um, y- you can stop me in the halls and tell me if you like the show. You guys never really talk to me. Just let me know if you like if you like bucket, man. You guys could, like, we could talk about stuff. <laughs> oh, uh, man. I, I bet none of them are even
0: listening to this. Uh, nah, they listen to it. Just, you know, after after I post it. But really quickly. Uh, yeah, so Bucket got kicked. Um, the goblins are safe. What's what's going on well, uh, in I, Twilight? Oh, I'm not,
1: I, I didn't change the scene here. Excuse you. Oh, my
0: bad, my bad. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, Ray looks to you, to Bucket, to the goblins. Okay, now, what am, I, what am I supposed to do with, uh, with these wise guys over here?
2: These goblins have mastered farming. You know, farming food that doesn't make you violently crap everywhere, every time. Jake
1: shrugs, where he's like, you know, giving you like a, you know, a little bit. Well, it does seem pretty useful. But, uh, how are we sure these aren't part of the, uh, they aren't working with the giant treasure chests?
2: Because they were working with our group.
1: She uh, she looks at Jake, she, like, eyes him once over.
2: Torrin just kind of unceremoniously, like, gestures of the hands to Jake's own little amulet of Hercules.
1: Oh, good call. Yeah, Jake sees that and he, like, takes out his amulet and he, like, holds it up. He's like, no ha 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 Ray takes a look at it and she pulls out her own sun-shaped amulet of Solinari and she looks at it and looks at him and is like... And, and she looks at yours and she remembers, like, you're... You're a combination of both gods right now. Maybe Balderdash can be too. She says, "All right, mm-hmm. all right, kid. Not that I know how old you are. I don't really know goblin anything, but you guys want to farm here? We got some uh some." F-
2: he's five thousand years old, so he's still technically a fetus. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> anyway, we got some freshly available real estate. Our uh, our bushes are a little. Uh, well, they're not there anymore. Maybe we can work this out.
2: And... You can learn farming, and have an additional source of forces to guard, since, wow, your bushes just magically burst into flames, those <laughs> darn, darn mimics. Yeah, that was... Just kind of shoves Vert behind him.
1: That was really interesting. Maybe the acid blood is uh, is flammable. Maybe it started the fire. We'll have to test that.
2: Yeah, yeah, fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody knows poop and never-air bears are just a natural combustion.
1: That's actually true! Quiet, you! Okay, please don't kick me anymore. Yeah, well, Jake and Ray look at each other and they give each other a firm handshake. Uh, And now the, um, yeah, doodly-doo, 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 we go over to Twilight. Uh, Twilight, you see Flood's house ahead of you, but you don't see any movement
4: inside. Okay, it's probably all right. They're probably uh, sleeping, you know? They were they were hiding from the devils for a long time. Everything's probably okay.
0: And uh, Twilight opens the door into Flood's house. Or shack.
1: What Twilight sees is Gerhardt is curled up on the floor. She's covering her ears, even though it's clearly not helping. Donnelly is at her side, rubbing her shoulders. She's got a blanket over her. Telling her everything's going to be okay.
4: Uh, on the table is a bowl of fruit. Hey. Hey, it, it's me, Twilight. Uh, well, is there, Are you all alright?
1: Gerhardt looks up at you and she's crying. And Donnelly says, she says that there's too many voices. There's too many other things nearby and she
0: can't stop hearing them. Voices? What do you... And Twilight uh, goes over and drops on one knee next to Gerhart. He goes,
4: what? Do you, what do you mean, voices? You mean the townspeople? The townspeople were
1: rough originally, but I got used to it. But all the mimics, you see, as a doppelganger, I can read surface thoughts. It's kind of how I know what to transform into. But. There's so many things here now, so many surface thoughts to read, and they've all kind of what's the right word? They're all together, and they're all thinking the same thing there's There's still a lot of them, they're somewhere close, but it's so loud it's not like a like a quiet static in the background anymore it's It's just oh man, it's crushing me.
4: Gerhardt. I need you to just focus on my voice, okay? Listen okay. listen to my voice. All it's right. going to be alright, but I'm going to need to know, this is really important. Where are you hearing the voices from? Can you point me in the direction of them?
1: She takes a second, takes a deep breath, and the crying stops. Another deep breath and she's no longer even shuddering. She grabs hard onto Twilight's kimono, and she raises a hand, and it's pointing up the stairs to Flood's house.
0: Oh no. And Twilight... Is Chester still with me, just to clarify? Oh yeah, man, I'm right here for you, buddy.
4: Chester, I need you to go back to the others and tell them. Tell them that we have to, we have to check Flood's house. The mimics are there. All of them. The rest of the mimics... And me. You're one of our buddies. You're with us.
1: Well, that's okay, then. Well, okay. How's about this? I'll go find and Avert and, uh, we'll come back here and, uh, don't die. Because, I'm gonna be honest with you, I think I know what she's talking about.
0: What's she talking about?
1: Well, I just, I can hear it, like, all the mimic voices are kind of all together. There's like a big chorus going on. we all singing the same song right now, and it's real pretty. But, like, I don't know if I want to go hang out with them anymore because you guys are pretty cool. Like, I want to hang out with you guys.
4: What are they saying?
1: Well, y- you remember how I told you about? There's gonna be like a like a hive lord. Like someone's gonna bring all the mimics together. Hmm. Well, I thought it kind of weird that I haven't run into him yet. You know, because I've been waiting for him like my whole my whole dang life. So like now all these voices coming together and that seems pretty hive lordy. But like I I don't know I don't know if I really want to roll with that crowd no more. So I think I'm a. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go find Tornivert, and uh, we'll go talk, uh, we'll talk together when I get all them back here, okay? I'm gonna run away real fast now. And wait, he actually wait, wait. starts, he starts, like, really sliding out of the door. He's like,
0: what have you say, gotta say I'm running. Twilight tosses Derek's helmet at him to catch. He turns into a mannequin head
1: and catches Derek. Uh, they, like, kind of slide in together, and then they just start rolling
0: away. Okay, and Twilight yelling after them goes, They can't know you're a mimic! They don't know you're with us yet. Let Derek do all the talking. Torn and Vert can vouch for you. You
4: hear, I'm very clearly a mannequin head. Can you he turn into a tiny suit of armor? I could try. Uh,
1: and uh, he turns into a suit of armor that's about a foot high. And they, they have to actually hold Derek like above them. And they just start like clump clumping away.
2: That works. Th- thank you for giving me a body, front Twilight.
4: Anything for you, bud.
2: We've created the newest tag team. <laughs> As they're walking away. You
1: can, hear, you can hear him say, like, I recognize we're working together, but I hope you know it's only a temporary partnership. Our continual fight over their love will continue. And then,
2: yeah, you just you hear the clunk clunk away of metal armor. They say that until they win the tag team belts.
0: <laughs> uh, I would watch that wrestling match. Twilight actually remembers something. Mm-hmm. Twilight takes their hand and puts it in their kimono and takes the mimic egg out. Is it doing anything different?
1: I want you to make a perception check for me. Fourteen? That'll do it. Okay. And I want you to really look at the eye, Twilight. Are you really looking at it? I am. And you realize this eye looks really familiar to you. You remember that, you know, you've seen... You know, you saw that room full of mimic eggs, and that was horrible. But you also remember that when you got to Balderdash, inside your bag... Was some kind of gross, slimy substance, and looking at this eye now, you realize this eye looks incredibly familiar to you. It looks just like the eye Henry gave you when he said he had taken it from Agronok.
4: Okay, that's weird. I thought I thought this exploded into goop. How does it know? How does
0: it know to take on this form?
1: The eye you're holding now is the one you got when you were underneath Balderdash.
0: Oh, no. The... Yeah. Twilight goes up the stairs.
1: You slank up the stairs. You slank very slankily. And at the top of the stairs, you uh, well, halfway up the stairs, I should say, there's a landing. And you turn a corner. And standing at the top of the stairs is what looks like a creature made of stone. A bunch of separate boulders all combined together, and the the top boulder, the top sort of head of this thing, uh, shifts uh, from a gray solid mass to something that looks a little bit more like a treasure chest. Only the colors are all wrong. It looks like it's made out of only the finest of metals, It's got a crown on it that seems to be made of diamonds. It's laced with gold and has platinum teeth. Four tongues, each made of fluid, somehow, gemstones, glisten. And deep purple eyes stare down at you. And this creature says to you, Do I call you parent? You kept me warm in your little bag. I'm truly thankful. Your support means we will be able to rise up and wipe out this little town as a declaration of our power. We will be the most powerful. We will be taken seriously.
4: Oh no. We brought the mimics here. I brought the mimics here.
0: Ah <laughs> uh, stop, guys, I need to... hold on. Manny? Manny, Manny, what are you doing? Strong, is he okay? Mm,
4: Blood, blood, boom.
0: Blood, blood, boom. Kevin, (laughs) shut up. Mitch, turn Robin's show on. Yeah, yeah, okay.
3: Dear listeners, this has turned into a real bloodbath. The Red Rage has set himself up by the blood ocean, and he doesn't even seem to have a target anymore. Oh, he's burning up everything he can find. Animals, mutants, hunters, plants.
0: That's. Oh no! That's where Manny is.
3: <laughs> oh, and what's this? It looks like Lady Thunder is on her way to join in on the fun. Our peacock drones have recorded a sudden sonic boom a few miles up off the coast. But where? Oh, where could the grinning assistant be? I haven't seen him since the cat pounced on him. Oh, I wonder if he was mauled alive. I should check the dead pool.
4: Smiles, smiles, blood and smiles.
3: (laughs) Oh, oh, and here we have, we have, uh, who is this? I'm, dear listeners, I'm just having trouble identifying that. Isn't the tech wizard? No, that's not the avalanche, and certainly not the grinning assistant. And useless little <clears throat> busy body has gone into hiding since the game started. Uh, oh, but, but who is that? Who is
1: that? Wait, no. Are those Manny's dogs?
3: Dear listeners, in a shocking twist, we have a surprise competitor. A figure of some sort who appears to be... Why, why dear listeners, you have to see it to believe it. They are riding an actual dog. Why, uh, this is unprecedented. Never in all of my days of broadcasting have I ever... Oh! 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 Listeners! This surprise competitor, who I have decided to call the Dogmancer, has torn the head off the tech wizard. Why, I... I don't even know if he meant to do that. And, and now... Okay, now he's taking his mount away from the beach. Uh, could that be where he came from? I... Wait, no, what's he doing now? He's... Dear, dear listeners, he's... Looking right at me. Well, not me, but at my designated peacup drone snuggles, who I modified since Burning Man to record live footage. But, uh... One moment, let me me turn up the audio feed. I swear he's looking at me, I... Reverse audio... Hello there! Dog dancer? Well, what are you, um, uh, what are you? <laughs> Dear listeners, that big jerk ate snuggles. My Peacup Drone. No, that no, is simply will not do, even if I have to handle this myself. I I will just... Uh, <phone rings> yes, hello? Yes, Elijah, pumpkin. Um, I have someone I need you to take care of, okay? Yes. Yes, that's the one. Oh, yes, you will have to do it. Because I need to get a new Peacup drone to report on the dead hunt. Oh, you, you absolutely will do it, Elijah, or I will dock your pay. I- No. No, of, of course you're not going to get paid money. I meant that I will make sure that you pay me in more servitude. Yes? Yes. Yes. That's correct. That's the one. I mean, he's... You see him. Okay. Okay. Go. Go do the thing. Okay. Bye-bye now. Hmm. Dear listeners, I'm going to try and find a new peacock drone that I can quickly modify via our tech department so that you can still get the live footage of this amazing event. Until then, stay tuned as I temporarily link the station to the other Peacup drone uh, through the audio feed. Thank you, thank you, and keep living your truth. mm <laughs> hmm.
0: Hey everyone, it's me again. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you all so much for supporting us. We have some new merch in the store currently to celebrate Halloween. First is the Twilight's Terrors t-shirt. Uh, Twilight streams horror games every Wednesday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, and they are currently playing through Resident Evil. And it's been a real treat, and so we decided to create a t-shirt using their logo. Uh, not only that, but we we have some It Comes From Within stickers featuring all of the different playable characters, plus Edmonds, uh, the really delightful and dark Eldritch God. And yeah, uh, we have some new merch coming up, we're going to try our best to get some new shirts out for the new year coming up, and we also are going to have hopefully something Kupit Day themed. Uh, for those of you who have been listening this whole time, you know Kupit Day is our version of uh, Christmas, Hanukkah kwanzaa all that stuff Um, anyway that is it from me the next episode will be up in two weeks and it's actually going to be a half episode so uh, we're going to be releasing that on november 8th so long as things come out on time Uh, thank you so much everyone and remember the overseers are
2: always watching